Welcome to the latest episode of El Paso Talks, where the voices of El Paso are heard. Now let's welcome today's host. Good Sun City Day, El Pasoans, and welcome to this episode of the DMB Podcast. I am your host, Delirious Montañez Barrios, commonly known as DMB with a B, like Bravo. And in today's episode, we will be discussing just a few topics to make it brief. My ultimate goal on every single episode is to be authentic, transparent, honest, and real by expressing my own views and opinions. Nobody else's but my own. So let's get started. So the first subject that we are going to continue to talk is about the fiasco that's happening at the City Hall, El Paso City Hall, with the gas cards, government gas cards on um, Claudia Rodriguez and Miss Cassandra Hernandez. You know, something that amazes me is You know, to my knowledge, city council members work full-time, right? Meaning at City Hall on 300 North Campbell. So if they have some event that they have to go to during the day, I am pretty sure that there is a government vehicle that they can sign out and sign in and use the gas cards on a government vehicle. So the use on personal vehicles doesn't matter if it's $100, it shouldn't be authorized. You know, uh, police officers, uh, firefighters, federal agents, uh, detention officers, deputy sheriffs working at the sheriff's office, they're on call 24-7. And they do not get a car to go home. They have to use their personal car and they have to use their personal funds to buy gasoline. So I understand about benefits, but it just doesn't make sense to me the amount of money that they have spent several times a day putting gas in their personal vehicles, okay? The deal with Claudia Rodriguez going to several businesses in El Paso and spent like $7,000 total in what? Like office supplies? Come on, give me a break. You know, I don't know if the police department did an investigation. I don't know if they spoke with the prosecutors and the prosecutors' communication with the DA was incorrect. Honestly, I don't know. I don't care. All I care about is cleaning up. We need like a spring cleaning in our El Paso community, not just the county, but the city, all the way down to the local level. Okay, now we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a few minutes. So that's enough with the gas cards. I just hope that they do the proper investigation, you know, and if they have committed fraud, they have committed a crime, that they are treated like any other constituent of the United States of America. Okay, elected officials should not get any special treatment, doesn't matter who they are. On another note, something happy that I am about is we have a new swimming club. 
It's actually at Montecillo. And what I read is that if the residents of Montecillo go, it's free for them. And if they invite a guest and if they're adults, it's $20. But they have to be with the resident at all times while they are in the facility. They actually have some nice little cabanas that you can rent for $400 a day. They're in the shade, you know, they're shaded. Um, they have some couches and some chairs, has a safe and a TV. Um, I think it's a little bit pricey, you know, $400 taken in consideration that every single adult has to pay $30 to be admitted to the park. And then I believe the children are $15. But please, you know, reach out to the swim club at Montesillo and inquire about the prices. But you can do the purchases online. Just make sure that you select the date that you really intend to go. Because if not, you're going to lose the money paid. Okay. But I am excited about it because now that I am retired, I am not part of any club, you know, like country club and, you know, swim. I love swimming. So uh, maybe that's something to look into, you know, uh, especially with my back giving me so many problems. The next subject that we're going to talk about is about the Trump impeachment. Okay. And whenever I was in the military, I used to have a top secret SCI, which is actually the highest, um, you know, background investigation that you can actually get. And um, I dealt with a lot of classified, unclassified, secret, top secret documents. And, and I can tell you, there is a problem on the classification of many of these documents. Okay. And it takes forever to bring down a uh, you know, uh, let's say a secret document down to a classified document or unclassified document. You know, it takes manpower, it takes time. It's just exhausting. I just wish that the government actually classified the documents according to what they are. You know, if a tr President Trump, former President Trump is guilty or not, obviously, I don't know. There is no way for me to know that. Could it be possible that he has some documents in his house that shouldn't have been out of the White House? Again, you know, that's something that, you know, whoever is investigating, you know, Garland, the uh, U.S. Attorney General, I just hope that they are fair. And they do not use this as a political attack on President Trump. You know, uh, I am not going to say right now if I am going to support him, if he decides to or he's actually on the ballot or not. You know, that's a conversation that we can have later on. But what I see in this environment is that if you have a president that's on the Republican Party, the Democratic Party is going to be attacking. And if you have a Democratic president like we have right now with President Biden, then the Republican Party is going to be attacking. So, you know, it really doesn't matter what party is actually at the White House, the other party is going to attack, okay? 
that has been happening for years and that's not something that is going to change anytime soon. Um, I just wish that, you know, they stop with the circus, you know, and they do their job so they can actually start doing some work for the taxpayers. On another note, I wanted to invite you all, as you guys know already, um, I am a conservative. I have never lied to the Democratic Party. I am not lying to the Republican Party. I wanted to invite you all to the GOP Military and Law Enforcement Appreciation Breakfast that's going to happen this Friday from 8 in the morning to 10 in the morning. It's going to be at 40's Restaurant. And let me see if I can get the address for you here. It's 321 Chelsea Street. And if you want to attend, you need to RSVP by calling 915-219-9045. 915-219-9045. I don't know who that number belongs to. I have not called it myself, but the tickets for the buffet are $20. Now, the only thing that I'm going to say about this event is obviously all military personnel and all law enforcement officers are invited. The only thing that I caution with caution every single uniform officer is number one, you cannot attend uh, any political event in uniform and on duty. Number one, you will get in trouble. Number two is the perception that the public gets, okay? And I can tell you right now, Customs and Border Protection, like the United States Border Patrol, they are not allowed to have sit-down dinners. So, and I know because I used to be a Border Patrol agent and they cut all that from the beginning. Except if you are on like a detail, let's say, I don't know, like if you go to the range or something like that, you know, you have like an hour, you know, and, and you go and have lunch. But this doesn't apply because it's actually in the morning. But on Facebook, I actually posted the federal law regarding the Hatch Act. And I also posted the state law that addresses every single local law enforcement agency in the city of El Paso and the county of El Paso. So... You know, again, if you are retired, you are welcome to come. If you are still on the job, just make sure that you're not in uniform and just make sure that you're not on duty. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's see. Next subject that I wanted to talk about was, oh, and uh, something else that I noticed on uh, this flyer is that the address that it has um, is a politics that raise the money that come. So me, not because I'm running for office, but if I was a law enforcement officer and I read this, to me, there is a connection to a political organization. Again, I spend 26 years as a law enforcement officer at city, county, federal. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about, but it is up to you what you decide to do. So the next subject I wanted to talk about was um, the impeachment that 
the Senate is doing on Secretary of Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, okay? And I am going to pull this right here because I wanted to tell you the time and the day that's going to happen. It's actually going to be tomorrow, Wednesday, June the 14th at 9.15 in the morning Eastern time. So El Paso time will be 7.15 in the morning. Okay. And what they're going to do is hold a press conference to announce the committee's oversight investigation into Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, their addiction of duty. Okay. So... If you're interested, the committee is in the morning at uh, 7.15 El Paso time. And then the full committee hearing is going to be also tomorrow at 10 in the morning Eastern time, which will be 8 o'clock in the morning El Paso time. And you can watch it on the, on the committee's. Uh, the House Committee of Homeland Security website, or you can actually uh, live stream it on YouTube. So the problem that I have about this, you know, I am not saying that he shouldn't be impeached, okay? Me, personally, as a former Border Patrol agent, I never thought that he was capable of actually running a, a department of this magnitude, okay? But at the same time, let's go back to the leadership. Okay, and I am going to tie President Trump to this conversation. So the three witnesses that are going to be at that hearing tomorrow is going to be Joe Edlow, which is the former acting director of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Okay, I believe that before him, it was uh, Cuccinelli, I think. Um, and then you have Rodney Scott, which <laughs> used to be uh, the former Border Patrol chief, uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Okay. And then you have Chad Wolf, who was the former acting secretary of the United States Department of Homeland Security. Okay. So this is the problem that I have on this hearing and this impeachment on the Secretary of Department of Homeland Security. These three individuals work for this man. Okay? Men meaning Alejandro Mayorkas. And what's bizarre to me but doesn't surprise me is that whenever they were on the job getting paid by taxpayers money government money, apparently they never tried to keep Majorcas out of trouble, right? So I have a problem with the hearing, not because I don't think that he should not be impeached, but because of the witnesses that this that the House committee has. Okay? It's really easy to attack somebody whenever you retire and you have your pension and you have all your benefits. But why they didn't do it whenever they were actually on the payroll and they were getting their benefits and they were getting paid. To me, it's very 
very hypocritical. And as you guys know, the current Border Patrol Chief, Raul Ortiz, suddenly decided to retire as of June 30. Isn't that a coincidence? I tell you more. There's something in the government that sometimes people are retired, but they're actually forced to retire. But they keep all their benefits and they keep all their pay. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened with these individuals. Okay. So whenever I said that I wanted to bring it back to Trump was Trump couldn't trust anybody under him. Okay. Former Department of Defense Secretary Mark Esper didn't have his back. The Chief of Staff of the Army, McConville, doesn't or didn't have his back. General Miley didn't have his back. So, will it be surprised? Will I be surprised? that Trump did some things that maybe he shouldn't have done, not knowing if he should or could because he didn't have the staff backing him up. That is very possible. Just think about it. And then the next subject, it's uh, the run of elections. Congratulations to the winners. The only thing that I'm going to say about the run of elections is uh, I was not surprised about the low turnout for the run of elections. You know, I don't even understand why do we have this 51%. I don't understand why can't we just, whoever get the most votes gets to be the winner. Okay. There's certain territories in where that works very well. So maybe we need to change that in the near future. On another note, every single political party have pressing chairs, right? That's actually the, the first step of leadership in a political party, you know, not taking in consideration the volunteers. But the pressing chairs who do not get paid, they do a lot of work in our community and they have their own duties and responsibilities on each political party. Now, what I know for sure that is not a duty from a, for a prison chair is to tell a constituent who to vote for. And if they did tell a constituent who to vote for, I know for a fact, if they ask about that candidate, I know that the answer is not don't worry about it. Just vote for that person. You know, there's a lot of changes that have to happen in our county if we want fair elections. But everyone is going to have to work on that and get involved. And the last subject that I wanted to touch on is the impeachment that the Texas legislation is doing against Texas Attorney General Paxton. Texas Attorney General Paxton's wife, Angela, is actually a senator on the Texas legislation. 
And I know for a fact it will be a conflict of interest if he actually voted regarding regardless which way she votes. Okay, so I really hope that she decides to excuse herself from that voting so it doesn't count. And many of you will ask yourself, what could have triggered that impeachment, right? So I know that I think that there were like 20 allegations against Texas Attorney General Paxton. But I can tell you one of the main allegations that actually triggered that investigation was the whistleblower lawsuit that he settled. Whenever you settle, whenever the government settles a case, they are taking full responsibility for what happened. But in writing, they will say that this amount of money, right, this time was $300 million doesn't mean that we were at fault and we're not taking any fault on that matter. Well, let me tell you something. That is baloney. Baloney. Because if the government knew that these individuals were not right, they will have protected Texas Attorney General Paxton. I have been in law enforcement long enough to know that. So, you guys can follow me on DMB4 Facebook group page and Twitter daily as I am heavily involved with both the state legislation and the federal legislation. And I frequently share my thoughts and opinion on several topics and subjects that affects our community, that affects my family, my friends, my neighbors, and myself. Now, every single month, I have a monthly virtual chat in where we go in details on certain subjects. And if anybody's interested in coming live with me to talk about specific subject, you are more than welcome. You can contact me on our website, www.dmb4elpaso.com. Our next virtual chat is going to be Saturday, July the 10 at 7 o'clock. El Paso time. Okay. You can join us live. You can leave a comment. You can raise your questions and there will be answer on the live fed. Unless obviously if I don't know, and I have to do a little bit of research to, to answer your question. But again, this is Delirious Montañez, your host with the DMB podcast. Please like, share on all of your social media outlets and with all of your email contacts. Subscribe and I will see you all next week on our next exciting episode. Again, our website is www.dmb4elpaso.com, all spell out. And I am on every single social media at DMBFOR. Okay? Have a great day. Enjoy our beautiful city. Be nice to your neighbors. Sometimes you might have to turn your other cheek because there's a lot of envy and jealousy and hate out there in our community. Don't go that low. Continue being nice to people. Live today like tomorrow is because tomorrow is not promised. Okay? See you next time.
This has been the DMB Podcast with Delirious Montañez Barrios, your host. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review my podcast. Until next time, be safe and truly enjoy this day as if it was your last. Live life to the fullest without any regrets. Be in control of your life and your destiny, but most importantly, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. This has been El Paso Talks, a podcast about El Paso delivered to you by the voices of your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even yourself. If you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate our podcast. El Paso Talks is produced by El Paso News. The opinions expressed are those of the individual delivering the episode and may not necessarily represent the views of El Paso News or the other podcasters on El Paso Talks. Find us at elpasonews.org. See you in the next episode.